If you're new to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly, that has everything you need at your fingertips, that won't set any limits, that you can earn money, then I would recommend Anchor. Now, Anchor can be used basically anywhere. You could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed where you can edit, um, record, and upload. Um, You can throw in um, soundtracks. You can, I mean, everything is there for you. Now, I use it because, like, it's user-friendly and um, it is free. And I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing now most platforms you know before you can even try it out you need to sign up and pick a plan I like anchor because I don't have to go through any of that so I recommend it now if you really want to get into it I recommend you going to your website anchor.fm and you know signing up or you can download anchor.fm from the google store itunes um, and give it a try so don't forget to go to anchor.fm sign up and i'll see you all in podcast community Welcome to the Paranormal BuzzFeed. It's Denise, your homegirl. Um, wow, this is going to be my first episode. I'm a tad bit nervous, a tad bit anxious, but let's do this. Let's rip the band-aid off the, the wound and let's get to it. So today's podcast, um, or I'm sorry, today's episode is going to be about personal ghostly experiences. Now, I've lived in many places, and in each and every place, I've had something weird happen. Um, my first apartment had ghostly encounters. They would love to fuck with me. And I'm going to give you an example of the first first encounter I had. With the first encounter, I um, was uh, trying to take a nap. And you know how when you're sleeping and somebody's laying behind you, spooning, um, you can feel them breathing on the back of your neck or the back of your ear. Well... That's what I was feeling. And I was going to roll over and tell my friend, dude, back the fuck off. And there was nobody there. So I was like, all right. Now, I usually tell them, I don't got time for your bullshit. You know, just, I don't got time. Leave me alone. Go harass somebody else. And this time, I, I clearly tell them, 
Hey, I don't have time. I need to take a nap. I'm not feeling good. And they continue to do it. So I, of course, get upset. I get up and I storm out of the bedroom. Like that really is going to do anything to a spirit or a ghost or whoever you want to call it. So I go into the living room. I sit down and I'm watching TV. Now, to describe the layout of the living room and and in relations to the bedroom, I literally have to go down a flight of stairs to the living room. And I could hear somebody coming down the stairs. Now the carp the stairs don't have carpet, so it's not a carpeted stairs. So you can hear the footsteps coming down. And I turned around and I looked and there was nobody. But I could hear them. So I'm like, shit. Really? Are we we going to play this game right now? It didn't scare me. It It was more of an irritation. Like I was getting irritated. I was getting aggravated. I was getting angry. Because they were just fucking with me. And I don't like to be fucked with. So I was like, all right, whatever. I'm going to let that one go. So time goes by. And um, I go to bed. And I clearly... That's why I don't like to sleep with my feet off. (laughs) Feet off the bed. Or with my feet uncovered. Because of this particular experience. So I'm laying down. It's somewhere between 1 and 3 a.m. And I feel this massive bite. Like I got bit by somebody. Like somebody came in to my bedroom and bit me. Like they took their mouth and clamped it down on my toes. And I yanked my foot. Like I pulled my foot back toward me. And I can feel... Like, my toes scrape teeth. I was like, this is a fucked up joke. Like, seriously. I was, like, thinking to myself, as soon as I get out of this, out of my bed, I am going to go to my friends, and I'm going to fuck them up. I'm going to beat the f- hell out of them. And I reached over, turned on the light, and there was nobody. So I hurried up, took my sock off, and you can see the imprint of these of this bite. And I screamed because I've never had a physical experience. I've had the whispering. I've had um, the breathing. I've heard of the talking. But I've never had something physical happen to me. So I'm like, shit. Okay. And I was like, all right. So in the morning, I, I wake up and... My toes were starting to bruise. And my friends were looking at me like, what the hell happened to you? I'm like, something bit me last night. No, really? I go, no, look. Took my sock off and you can see this bite mark on my toes. And it was, like I said, it was bruising. It was turning purple. And they're all like, no way. And I'm like, I am not sleeping in that room. 
again. I'll sleep on the sofa. I'll, I'll figure a way, but I'm not sleeping in there. So to this day, I will never sleep. <laughs> I never sleep with my feet sticking out or my feet dangling off the bed because of that experience. Um, let's see. I had another experience. Um, it's a quite entertaining one, to be exact. I was out at out like at night and I'm driving home and I you know was semi drunk semi drunk semi sober and I managed to get home perfectly fine but in my manage in my in in my process of getting home I was falling asleep now It could have been because I was falling asleep and I was dreaming what I heard. It could have been um, a hallucination. I don't know. But I clearly hear from the back seat of my car. So, mija, it's in Spanish. It's English, but the word, you know, mija was in Spanish. So, mija, tell me about your day. And I proceeded to tell this person my day. Now, couldn't recognize the voice. Um, I couldn't, like, I didn't put two and two together. Like, duh, there's nobody back there. You know, I couldn't do that because, again, I was falling asleep. I was half sober, <laughs> half drunk. And I looked in the rearview mirror as I'm talking, and I see this little old lady sitting in the middle of the back, you know, the back seat. And she's smiling, and she's all like, oh, that's wonderful, you know. And I was like, I look at her, and I go, how did you get in my car? Like, where did you come from? And, again, no, no clue as I, how she got into into my car. Um, and she proceeded to talk to me, and I go, well, you know, thinking, I'm like, okay, well, maybe she needed a ride, and you were driving home, and you offered her a ride, and you just don't remember. So I went with it. I go, uh, where do you want me to drop you off? She goes, oh, no, I'll tell you where, I'll tell you where did, um, you just keep driving it and, and I'll let you know. So I'm like, okay. So I'm falling asleep and she's like, mija, mija, wake up. And I'm like dozing off and I'm waking up and, and she's literally talking to me all the way home. I get off the freeway and I go, so you must live toward where I live. Because, you know, this is where I'm going. She's like, yeah, I live this way. Um, I'm like, okay. So I am get off the freeway and I'm driving home. And it got quiet in the car. So, you know, I'm like, so um, where do you live exactly so I can drop you off? And I looked up into the rearview mirror and she's gone. I was like, hmm. Okay, alrighty.
So I get home. I don't even change. I go through the door, get in my bed, and that was it. The next morning, I get to work, and I was telling my friends or my coworkers, and they're all like, you telling me you're driving with the ghost in the backseat of your car? You couldn't even tell. And I go, nope, because I was half sober and half drunk. And I was falling asleep, so I thought I was hallucinating this whole entire thing. In reality, I wasn't hallucinating. Something or somebody was in the backseat of my car, keeping me company just to make sure I didn't kill myself or I kill anybody else. Uh, let's see. Um, the next story is the type of story that I like where I work, but at at the same time, I really don't because it creeps me out. I've had two different two different locations, like two different jobs, same thing happened. Now, the first location, I worked at um, at a consulting firm, and I was an administrative assistant for that firm, and I worked with a whole bunch of engineers and geologists. And if you know about the little warehouses and you, warehouse buildings, they have like an office and then um, they have a drop ceiling and then it's basically the warehouse, you know, once you pass the certain door, it's all warehouse, but it has a drop ceiling. One day I was working late and I couldn't get to all the stuff I needed to do. So I was like, okay, I'm going to leave it for the next day. And I'll come in early and take care of it and get it done with. I started to hear footsteps on the drop ceiling, like on the tiles. And I was like, wait, who's up on the ceiling? Right? And then I hear knocking on the glass. And they can see in but we can't see out with the type of reflection. So I was like, shit, look great. And I hear knocking and more knocking. And then I hear my phone rings is one of the geologists that that didn't have the key to needed to get in. And I was like, okay. And she's like, I figured I scared you because I can see it, see the look on your face. I realized that you couldn't see me because I'm like waving to you and you couldn't, and I didn't get a reaction. I go, yeah, the, the way the tint is on the windows, I can't see out, but you can see in. And she's all like, okay. So I let her in and we're sitting there. She's unloading her vehicle and everything. And all of a sudden I feel a push like somebody comes up behind me and pushes me pushes me with force to where I kind of lunged forward 
and she noticed, well, of course she noticed it, but she noticed the person. She's all like, are you okay? And I go, yeah, I'm fine. No biggie am I in. She's all like, because he's upset. And I go, I, yeah, I know he's upset, but I'm not going to give him the time of day at all. He's been upset. He's been making all this ruckus. And mind you, I don't, I don't know anything at all. I don't know who could it be. I don't know any of that. So we got our stuff done. I got my stuff. I packed up my stuff. She got her stuff. Uh, we submitted paperwork. I left my desk up in, in a mess. And all of a sudden, we got this fear, like spine chilling fear, like we needed to run. And we ran. And we ran from like the back of the warehouse to the front door. And as soon as I locked the door, you hear a thump against the door. And there's nobody else in the building but me and her, and yet you hear somebody smack into that, into that wall, onto the glass door as if there's, as if there's nothing. I was like, yeah, no, I don't think so. Not today, sir. Um, see, I have another one where I was, uh, home, asleep, on bed, and at that point, my husband, uh, my significant other, sat on the bed, and I went flying out of the bed, literally flying out of the bed. I can laugh about it, because I find it funny, but I was literally pushed out of the bed, and I hit the floor, and I hit the wall. Um, I was in a dead sleep, and boom! I feel these hands that push me right out of the bed, and I hit the floor. And my significant other was like, are you okay? I'm like, dude, you didn't have to push me. If you needed me to move, I would have moved. And he's all like, I didn't push you. Like, yeah, you did. I felt your hands. And I lifted up my t-shirt at that time. And I had handprints on my back. And I go, those aren't your handprints? And he's all, no, they're not. They're bigger handprints. Like, bigger hands. And I go, great. I'm getting physically entertained here. And they seem to take it as in... They seem to enjoy poking fun at me. Because I'm the, I'm the type of person who, when it comes to the paranormal, I, if I'm not in the mood and I don't want to deal with it, I tell them to leave me alone and go away. And they're pretty good. They're pretty good at doing that. Um, I also tell them that I'm going to call my grandpa and come and take him away. That works too. But in general, 
they don't really cause that much havoc. You know, some apartment places where you, where you still live, I would hear the footsteps, the dragging, and stuff like that. But, you know, if they want their presence known and they want to let you know that they're there, they're going to do it no matter what. It's up to you, in my opinion, to see if you can, you're can you receptive to it. And I am. I am very receptive to them making their presence known. More receptive than I want to be, to be exact. But hey, that's how it is. And I can't say this and that, you know, do this, do that, or, you know, don't do that because I just can't. I can only speak for my experiences with the paranormal. I can only tell you my stories. Like I have a lot of stories of experiences from hearing little kids running around, hearing footsteps, having lights turn off and turn on, having stuff like that happen to me at all times. But most people are all like, it's just a figment of your imagination. Okay, that's what you believe. You're entitled to believe that. But I know what I hear, what I see, and what I feel is not a figment of my imagination. Again, it could be different from you, from me, from everybody. But that's the world of paranormal. You know? Things come and things go, and there are spirits who like to show themselves to you, and they will show themselves to you. There's nothing you can do about it, but enjoy it. So this is the end of my episode. Um, stay tuned for episode number two, which will be on the island of the dolls or La Isla de las Muñecas in Spanish. And um, don't forget to tell me your stories. I'd love to hear your stories, what kind of paranormal experiences you've got. And we'll go from there. Talk to y'all later. And don't forget, keep it ghosting. Bye.